You're listening to episode 164 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And I'm so excited today to bring you Dr. Shannon Irvin. I have watched her work from afar for quite a while. We have uh, multiple mutual friends and I just really love her message. And she's an entrepreneur, a high achievement mentor, and host of the Epic Success podcast with a PhD in neuropsychology, and she's also a philanthropist. And Dr. Shannon helps her clients sort of neurohack their success and teach them to harness the power of their brain to hardwire productivity, goal attainment, and high performance mindset mastery. Sounds super impressive, right? <laughs> and let me tell you, she offers us today some major mindset hacks that can totally change how you not only show up for your business and how you kind of view yourself and the things that you're doing in the world, but to actually start to push you towards the success that you know that you're capable of. So today we're talking about some of the reasons why we feel so much resistance to the things that are actually a huge part of our greater purpose and calling in life when we think that it should be easy to do those things <laughs> and it's some self-sabotage and how we get in our own way, rewiring our brains to set ourselves up for the success that we are more than capable of achieving, examining our relationship with our self-worth and how tied up and intertwined that can be in our businesses. And we're also talking about the beliefs that you can create in your own mind that will make your success inevitable. And that's what this is all about. And Dr. Shannon just kills it on this episode. She's got so much great information to share and let's chat with her. Shannon, thank you so much for being on. Um, I'm super excited to be here with your tribe. <laughs> Amazing. So tell us a little bit about you and who you are, what you do, a little bit about your background. I'm, I'm excited to introduce everyone to you. Yeah. So I help entrepreneurs uh, tap into the power of their mind and train their brain to actually help them transform their business. And I've been uh, working in that capacity for the last Going on 12 years, I have a background in neuropsychology, neuroscience, and I really approach the whole mindset thing from a truly brain-based perspective, um, because once you understand how you wire your mind for the things that are holding you back, you can actually tap into that same system to truly create a success pathway in your brain so that success becomes easier, more effortless, and you can finally stop believing those voices in your head that are saying that you're not enough and you don't know how to do it. Yeah. And all of us seem to have those, those voices come up. And one of the, one of the big things that really struck me, I, I had uh, been following your work for quite a while, but one of the things that you posted that I really resonated with me was um, a quote that you put up about that your soul's purpose and evolution, the more important it is to that, the more resistance you'll feel to it. 
So mm-hmm. walk us through that a little bit because it seems so counterintuitive, right? Like we think that if we want something enough, we'll recognize that and then we'll just, we'll just obviously want to dive in head first. But when that resistance comes up, we kind of self-sabotage ourselves a little bit. So I'd love to hear yeah. your explanation. Yeah, this topic of resistance is such an important one because I think somewhere along the line, there is a belief that if it's aligned, if it's my soul's purpose, if it's my calling or whatever you want to put in terms of a label, the thing I was put on the earth to do, then I should feel zero resistance. Everything should be simple and easy and it should just be effortless. And that isn't true. And it isn't true from a brain-based perspective as well, because our, our minds, our brain is literally wired not to help us become successful, um, but to keep us safe, alive, and to keep things familiar. So um, if you are stepping into something new, a big calling, a big dream, something that is super important to you that you've never done before, your brain actually sees that somewhat as a threat. So what I mean by that is like, it's not familiar. It's not necessarily safe because it hasn't been done before. So your brain will naturally produce the chemicals of fight or flight that says, are you sure you want to do this? You know, is this a threat? You know, all the survival type things that your brain kicks in. And it really is, you know, I always tell my clients, if you're not feeling a little bit of resistance around this, a little bit of tension, a little bit of like that you have to try to focus a little harder than you would on your normal activities, then your brain doesn't see it as a threat. And, and so just the idea that resistance is actually a good thing and we don't view it that way. And, but however, you know, most of the high performing, high achieving entrepreneurs that I have the opportunity to coach, um, a lot of the neuro coaches that I train in my neuro coaching model, as we go through it, we recognize the fact that resistance is actually a beautiful gift to tell us that we're on the right track, to allow us to lean in, to do the steps that we need to do to, to bring it to life. And then at that point, when you've pushed through those things, your brain starts to accept the fact that, oh, this is safe, this is familiar, this is good, because this is what she or he is repeating over and over and over again. Therefore, it must be that this is important to our survival. And then alignment happens. And then that kind of deep soul connection where it does become easier it does become more effortless clicks in but as entrepreneurs especially newer entrepreneurs we we tend to start to think well i this doesn't feel easy so therefore i'm going to abandon it and um that is why so many beautiful and important dreams uh die in a graveyard of not wanting to walk through the hard stuff well, it sounds like like part of it is really about creating new habits too, because we get so stuck in the same habits over and over and over again, that sometimes we have to take those steps to create the new habits that work through the resistance in order to get our brains more comfortable with it. Is that right? I mean, really a habit is just any thought that's repeated over and over again so that it produces a result, right? And that result continues to be acted upon. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but it really is a frame. It's, it's, it's a choice. And one of the simplest but hardest things that I say is, you know, you are the creator of your thoughts and you can create the thoughts that will create 
the reality that you want. So it's a really a matter of creating the thought that I can do hard things, that I can persevere, that I can go and, and create something that's never been created before. And it, I guess if you put it in terms of habit, it's that habit of allowing yourself to take a risk and have it not mean something about your worth. If it doesn't go the way you expect it to, just the habit of continually showing up and taking the, ne the very next best step uh, to getting that dream to become a reality. And, and that is, uh, is something that, you know, usually as soon as tension comes up, we tend to back down. And, and, and what I love to help entrepreneurs do is train their brains to actually look at that as a signal that you're on the right path and that you can continue to keep coming back each day, showing up and taking, choosing that thought that you're going to step into this new arena and, um, and jump in and start to make a difference in, in, in spite of the hard thing, in spite of the resistance. And as the days go by, as you continue to take that step and create that habit, as you, uh, you know, said it, then it becomes easier and easier to do it. Um, and, and it's a beautiful thing because it's in those moments that we become the best versions of ourselves. It's in those moments where we realize the kind of resilience and persistence that we do have that allows us to even show up for the next big thing uh, a little bit more um, trusting of the process. Yeah, and I, I think that that's a big part of it is, is building up that self-trust to realize that we're capable of pushing through the, the resistance too, right? And kind of that we are, mm -hmm. where we are capable of doing those hard things that we didn't think that we were able to do before. Yeah, and, and it, there's a couple different kinds of resistance, right? There's the kind that our brain is seeing as a threat, meaning we've never done it before, and now we're going to go do it, and it's a risk, which is, you know, every entrepreneurial thing that you ever do, and um, versus the resistance that comes up when something isn't right for you. And so understanding, like, the difference between the two, one is like a, a healthy tension you know, that I, that feeling that comes up when you haven't created or done something before and you're stepping out and you're taking those risks. And the other is almost like a, a, um, a warning signal of, you know, paying attention to this and making sure that you don't do it. So I think what happens is we get those two things crosswired in our brain. And so our brain doesn't see them as different, but they truly, truly are. I mean, one uh, I think we all know that feeling that we get when something just, you know, it's not right and we shouldn't do it. And um, that is a very strong kind of uh, intuitive emotion versus uh, that feeling of risk or um, it's almost like the resistance that for, for stepping into greatness or stepping into that next level of success. It's, it's almost threatening the things that we, try to protect a lot, like um, being worthy enough, uh, being able to step out and be seen as an authority. So that comparison, that comparison thing starts to come up or that feeling of enoughness, right? Like, am I really enough? Can I really do this? It kind of brings up all of those things. And that's the resistance that we're feeling is that internal struggle of as an entrepreneur putting ourselves out there 
and risking those things because we need to get it out to the world. And uh, it, it's, I always say that entrepreneurship is truly like self-help on steroids. Like you have to, you have to stare into the face of enoughness and worth and belief in your value and decide if you're going to choose that you, that you are those things or if you're not. And that's, that's the resistance that comes up. That's what you feel that has to be pushed through and, um, and trained to, to step into that next level. That's a really beautiful reminder. I'm, I'm so happy that you're bringing up all of this around kind of like our own value and our own self-worth, because especially for entrepreneurship, it's, everything is so personal. It's, it's our own yeah. personal projects. It's our own personality that we're mm -hmm. infusing into everything that we do. So it's very difficult to, to find that line to separate the two, you know, if there's a failed launch, it's like, well, what, what did I do wrong with me? Mm -hmm. personally? And then that, that just continues to snowball. And then the next time resistance comes up, it's probably easier, even easier than to err on the side of caution as opposed to pushing through it. Yeah. Because you're training your brain that like, when you do take these risks, this bad thing happens, right? Even though the reality is uh, and I just did a podcast on this, like, is your business your baby? We, we do t tend to like create worth from what we put out in the world, but our business and ourselves are separate entities. So one of the things I challenge um, my, my clients and my neuro coaching uh, clients to do is to literally see those two things as separate because they are, they're, they're separate living and breathing beings and what we're doing in the world in terms of what, you know, the entrepreneurship and the thing that we're putting out in the world, it, it is driven by us. It's created by us in our own minds and it has all of our personality wrapped up into it. The way you said that was just so true. And it is its own living, breathing being that is going to transform other people's lives. So as we're taking risks, as we're taking steps, if we can see it as what does the business need me to do? How do I show up for the business? Then it kind of allows us to start unwinding that braid of self-worth and enoughness and our business and allows us to let the business show us what it is we need to bring to it. And enables us to develop that in and of ourselves as human beings and then start to step into that level of greatness for our business to be able to get our business to the next level, which just at the same time happens to allow ourselves to get to that next level as well. But it really, it, it really helps to just be step-by-step step thinking of it as a separate being that has, it, it, it's got its own life. It's got its own energy and yes, it's being driven by us. Yes, it's created by us. Uh, but if we can honor it as a separate being, we start to unravel that. And the reality is, <laughs> you know, if you think about it, like you, I, I'm a mom. I know there's no way I would have walked up to the, you know, the crib when my son or my daughter was just born and say, like, you'll have value when you've produced a great launch, you know? We would never do that. Like, of course not. Like, they, they they were valuable from the moment they were conceived, the moment they took a breath. But somehow, as high achievers, and this is a very common high achiever trait, by the way, 
you know, we tend to put so much into what we do that we lose ourselves in it sometimes. And then we, we start to gain our sense of validation and our sense of enoughness and worth from the wins. And then when there aren't wins, we see that as a failure of our own human being. And the reality is to get to any level of greatness, you have to fail over and over and over again. So if it really is true that it is us that is failing, then that would be a really tough road, right? To just go from failure to failure. But it isn't, you know, our business isn't us. It is a an outpouring of our energy and of our spirit. And as we see it that way, we can start to look at things like the highs and the lows as lessons, as evidence of which direction we need to go, of ways to make it even better and less attached to worth because then then it really does become well how do I make it better based on what I just learned from this launch and what needs to be in place next time to, for the business to, to be even stronger to be able to serve more people and um, and it allows us to add our own fuel to it in a healthy way yeah that's a really great reminder and you talk about too how success is inevitable and i yeah. think that if we all sort of adopted that how much our not only our mindsets would change but our entire lives would change so I, I would love to hear a bit of an explanation about how our success is inevitable because to me that kind of ties in with the fact that we we innately have self-worth that is not mm -hmm. dependent on some of these outside factors by which we're measuring our success yeah yeah, so success is inevitable for the person who believes that it is inevitable. And I know that's a little bit meta, but the way our brains are wired, we know this from neuroscience now, as a person thinks, they have a thought, right? And that thought fires the emotional center of the brain. It doesn't go the other way around, even though we feel like it does because we feel things first. The reality is a thought always comes before an emotion. And those thoughts and emotions combine to become a belief if it's been repeated over time. And so a belief is simply, and I, I didn't create this, I don't remember who did, but a belief is just a thought repeated over time, combined with emotions. Neuroscience has shown us that it's not just a thought repeated over time, but it's a thought combined with emotion over time. And so, um, and then your subconscious mind, it is uh, a, it, it's a responder to that. So your, your subconscious mind's only job is to automate what you have repeated over and over again that has become a belief. So once energetically you have thought the same thing repeatedly, your subconscious automation system kicks on and says, okay, I'm going to automate this thought for you because you believe it. And now I don't want you to have to take any extra energy to produce that thought because you've told me you believe it. So it, it, it really is interesting. It runs, your subconscious runs 80 to 90% of your daily actions and decisions, but it's not in control of that. It doesn't, it doesn't have, it can't like, it doesn't have morals. It doesn't decide what's right or wrong. Your conscious thinking brain does that. And so you really do have the ability to create the thoughts that create the emotion and repeat them enough 
to where they become an automated belief in your subconscious. And once that happens, you now have a system that controls 90% of your daily actions and decisions. So if you are the person that believes success is inevitable and that it's just a matter of time and you're taking the steps and you're already walking to it and it's already done and you're repeating this over and over again and you truly believe it because you've repeated it so often with the emotions connected with it, then your subconscious has no other option than to automate that. And once automation happens in the brain, success truly is inevitable because success really does boil down to the thoughts creating the action, the, the, uh, the decisions and then the actions, which creates the results, right? So it sounds so simple that most people will dismiss it because it's not hard enough. <laughs> I don't have to struggle or, you know, hustle for that. I'm not saying you don't have to work. Of course you have to work. Of course you have to be committed to all those things. But if you commit to truly allowing your mind to believe that success is inevitable and walking that out on a daily basis, and you get equally committed to removing anything that blocks that, then you truly are from, from a brain-based perspective, just a matter of time before success does happen for you. And we call that in my, in my atmosphere, um, in my neuro coaching with my the people that I train how to use a system, we call that brain priming, but your brain just doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is vividly imagined over and over and over again. And luckily science has caught up with the woo and has shown us that in fact, your brain does not know the difference. And we've done just amazing research with athletes and uh, musicians and all types of different people that shows that uh, you really don't need to actually do an action before your brain believes that it's true. That's amazing. I, I'm, I feel like you've packed a huge amount into a really small, uh, small interview here because I think that you've given people a huge amount to think about and just really mm -hmm. highlighted the fact that we're so capable of changing our entire, you know, direction for ourselves and yeah. we just, we get in our own way. <laughs> and, and a lot of us know this. We just don't know how to do it. We know that we're our own roadblocks, but we don't know how to, to start to make that shift. And this is yeah. just really, really powerful what you're sharing today. I want to tell you one thing. This is really, really important. It's, if you've got blocks in the way, and most of us do, if, they, if you haven't done this kind of uh, brain-based mindset work, then first of all, it's not your fault. Like you didn't choose the thoughts that created those beliefs. That usually that happens somewhere in childhood or early adulthood just to keep yourself safe, right? So like you didn't choose them. They just, they were something that got practiced and so therefore got automated. The great, the greatest news of all is the same system that's there that automates, that we just talked about that will automate success being inevitable uh, can be reversed to remove any block that is in the way. And um, that's what I get to do every single day. So I love working with people on that. But it's the, that's the, the reality or the thought I wanna leave like your listeners with is just knowing it's not your fault and that you now as an adult and as an entrepreneur that has big goals and dreams sitting in front of you, you get to choose which one of your thoughts to advocate for, right? 
So you'll, you'll start to notice probably after listening to our interview, like thoughts popping up that aren't serving your biggest vision. Um, then I would just say like, reach out, like, let's figure out a way to get rid, rid of those from a real like neuroscience standpoint, like let's remove them. Um, and it's not difficult. Always joke around. Like if you can put Legos together, you can actually do this work. It's, it's a, it's a step-by-step type of system, which I don't know about you, but for me, that, that gives me a lot of relief. Like, you know, it's not like it works better for one person or another. It really is a step-by-step system. Your brain really is there to work for you once you harness it. Yeah. And that is actually a huge relief. I think to, to anyone listening that we have a lot more power than we think we do. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to involve, you know, these massive, big, huge things. It can come down to some pretty simple stuff. It's just a matter yeah. of making it work. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Yep. So Shannon, t- tell us where we can find you, how people can connect with you. And I would love if you could uh, let us really know really quickly about your charity as well. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm across all the socials at Dr. Shannon Irvin. And for those of you who are like, oh my gosh, I've never thought about doing it from this perspective. Um, definitely jump over to the website and um, there's a free thing you can grab, but it's a, that's a brain priming for entrepreneurs. It's a really good way to get your toe wet. Um, our charity. Yeah, we've been working. Uh, it's called Mosaic Vision. We've been working in Uganda now for 15 years, which I always joke around, like I started when I was five, really, I did. (laughs) I I didn't. Um, But we help kids who have lost mom and dad to AIDS. And um, we only take on child headed homes. Those are both mom and dad. And we hire uh, widows to move into the homes with them, help them become kids again, and um, help them grow up to be, uh, you know, independent, uh, amazing adults. And we've been, like I said, 15 years. We started with two. We've helped over a thousand to date. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big blessing and a big reason, big motivator for me of why I run the businesses that I do. Yeah. And I, I love watching uh, what your charity has done and, and some of the work that you do. So I, I will definitely make sure to reference all that in the show notes as well. Um, and I just have one final question that I always wrap up with. If you could offer people one piece of advice on growing into the best possible version of themselves, what would it be? One piece of advice would be to become aware of the thoughts that you have, because those thoughts are literally the programming that's going to either get you where you want to go or keep you from it. So I would just encourage you to start being aware of what you're saying to yourself and then choosing if that is really what you want to believe. I love it. That's fantastic. Shannon, thank you so much. I'm so appreciative and I can't wait for everyone to come and check you out. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you. Thank you.